0: I feel the heart of my soul and reverence for all. May you feel the heart of your soul and reverence for all. May we feel the heart of our souls and reverence for all. I'd like to introduce Mariana Volgares. She is an extremely beautiful being with so much wisdom that she's collected over the years, wisdom of astrology, wisdom of the plants, she's really truly able to tap in and communicate with all of it and synthesize it all within herself. And she's got this channel that just flows through her voice. And So I'm honored and privileged to be with you, Mariana, and really gratefully get to share with all of us.
1: I'm honored and grateful to be here with you, Nicole, and honor you. Nicole Love is my friend and someone that I receive wisdom and gratitude with. You've helped me so much on my own personal healing journey and your ability to come in and embody the elements within you and without you and share that and offer the amazing capability to allow people to open and heal to their own biofield and their own elements of their being and really open up to love and bring compassion into all of our beings. Thank you, Nicole. Mm,
0: Thank you. Would you like to share with us about the new moon coming up right now in October? Yes. So we have
1: a new moon in Libra on October 6th. And the new moon is a place where the moon and the sun are right on top of each other. So people may say that this is a powerful time to allow your heart to eclipse your mind. So the moon being our subconscious, our intuition, our emotions, and the sun being the logical aspect of ourselves and what fuels us here are being brought together. And so during the new moon, the sky is dark. And so the dark represents a new beginning that we haven't seen yet. And so this is a powerful time for us to set intentions um, within us and around us and really connect into the guidance that we're being offered. And this new moon is in Libra and Libra is the archetype of cardinal air. And that means that's a householder air function. So it's the ability to evolve through the mind through being able to honor the equality of one another, yourself and the planet. So it's a powerful time to bring in balance within you, around you, and to honor the balance of the earth and what's been offered to you. And this is a powerful time of the year because it's almost like the equinox. You can almost look at it as a full moon Everything's been illuminated for the year. And so it's a time of reflection and the abundance and all the lessons that it's brought you. And so now as we're entering a time of going into the dark and honoring our past year, we can really start to honor our wisdom as we start to embrace the dark phase of the time of year.
0: beautiful. I love that. I love the sun and the moon right on top of each other and eclipsing the mind to be in the heart. And that Libra is of the mind. So it's bringing you more into your heart and then more into the darkness. And and what a year to reflect on, you know, how much wisdom we've gained from this year. Yeah, it's
1: really powerful. And the element of air, I love what you just reminded me of, just speaking of the heart also is the air is the element of the heart chakra. So it's really the ability to embody the connection Um, you know when we breathe out the plants breathe in and vice versa and that element of sound people ask me all the time you know if they're having a hard time what is the point of me healing well every time that you choose to heal yourself you heal the planet because you carry that vibration with you your thoughts carry vibration your voice carries vibration and so if we're all sharing one breath with everything on the planet you start to acknowledge and care for all beings as well as yourself with that sense of equality that Libra brings and the heart chakra being the unstruck chord, it's like that bridge between the physical body and the spiritual body. So when we can come into that balance and honor that, we can really start to feel balanced and feel whole within ourselves and open up to the world of love and compassion that you always talk about, that everything comes back to love. Because when we start to honor that aspect, we start to realize that love is completely unconditional. Visions are boundaryless. Dreams are boundaryless. Love is boundaryless. Gratitude is boundaryless. And our heart just continues to open more and more and more. And you just start to feel connected to everything around you.
0: Yes, that is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about the biofield, like bringing that topic into this podcast and the biofield of the heart and how it does, it is boundless Um, talking about expanding into everything and connecting our biofields can expand you know through time and space and dimensions and then connecting into the tiniest layer inside of us inside that molecule inside of our heart the physical aspect of it and so it's going into the wisdom deep within and healing that and like you were saying we're connected to all things. And so when we heal ourselves, it reverberates. It's that pebble in the pond, the rings flowing and flowing and flowing through the biofield. And that's the glue or the web of life. And that's what I like to imagine is that we're in this cosmic sea of love. And so that when we're in those painful situations, like we have all been <laughs> in this big pandemic time, that we get to actually remember that we can take a breath, open our hearts and expand in that love that truly is there.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I've been reflecting a lot upon this year with the amount of fear and anxiety and almost the inability to breathe. i not alone with the fires, but just COVID, um, you know, the flooding, the hurricanes, It's really been, it's been nonstop for all of us and it has been really hard to take a breath. And so with that, it's almost like we're forgetting the connection. We're forgetting that we can support one another. We're almost forgetting that we can connect to our spiritual selves. It's been hard for people to feel centered or to even come back into a place of balance. And so with the amount of light, I feel like that's been shedded on this last year. It's really brought back a lot of the shadow that we've been pushing away in front of us. Like there's so much, like nothing is hidden right now. And so I feel like the big question right now is to how to embrace these untamed elements within us and around us. Like it's an untamed earth, we're untamed people. And so we have to really exist and work with those powers that are within us and that are around us. And so we find a new balance. You know, how to balance with one another and with the earth and not try to to dominate it. And that answer really is like you're talking about is just love, that that cosmic sea. And once we open to it, it is completely vast. It is completely boundaryless. And you know, it's interesting with water, I always find because it is like the universal water of the spiritual realm. And then you have the underworld water of the below. But you in that center is that heart is that air element that bridges it all together. And so you can't be all spiritual and you can't be all shadow, but you have to acknowledge those both aspects of yourself to be in that center of your heart. And so welcoming all aspects of yourself in. So not numbing it, not pushing it away, not denying it, but embracing those really powerful aspects that you have within you. And that leads me to the the new moon being, you know, so the sun, the moon, and Mars all sit together in Libra. At 13 degrees and this is so powerful because this is the number of the divine feminine and the the moon and the sun and Mars are all in Libra, which is ruled by Venus, which is the divine feminine and Mars being next to the sun. According to the ancients, when any planet went behind the sun, it's considered in the underworld, so we can't see it visibly from the earth, so it's transforming in that fire so it's going through that fire element to really transform to really surrender but going in the underworld is almost that surrender into earth herself, into those deep aspects of self. You know, there's no strategy to surrender all the ways it wouldn't be called surrender. So when we truly surrender, we find these treasures, we find our soul, we find our power. And these, these are four steps alone. But as the collective, as we can take in what Mars represents is the divine masculine. So if the divine masculine is surrendering into the divine feminine, there's a lot of grieving going on with the divine feminine and masculine right now. Mm -hmm. But you know he is going in and grieving how we've portrayed the divine feminine. And there's so much pain around the divine masculine as well. And so it's really a time in Libra, which is beautiful for us to all come together now. And Libra really representing community, family, learning about yourself through the other, realizing that our stories are all valuable and equal, Mm -hmm. that we're all here together and honoring mother earth as she's crying right now but we're crying too so it's like how can we all grieve together and so mars also representing that inner will inside of us this is an opportunity for us to grieve forgive ourselves come back into balance like honor and see what we've done wrong but know and honor that we can do better because we know better but The earth is trying to, and so are we, we're all learning every single day, how to coexist, how to all be here together. So this is really offering us this new place and this new intention to come back into this world all together and to be connected and to honor the spirits in
0: all of us and all around us. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) So for myself, balancing the masculine and feminine has been a big journey and, looking at it outside of myself and the imbalance, you know, was always frustrating, but I learned to turn it inside and then learn to balance the masculine and feminine within me, like as much as I can all the time. And so what this reminds me of is something that I've been really wanting to do like in ritual with, with other women is going into our womb space. And just like it's the heart of the earth, the womb of the earth and allowing the divine masculine to come in like rebirthing the paradigm that we've been in. And so it sounds like right now that paradigm is in its dying process. It definitely feels like it. And then for us to be able to come in and really own like the the feminine rising feeling that big time right now and feeling the power of our wombs of being able to bring spirit into form to be able to rebirth the divine masculine in ourselves in balance with our divine feminine. So bringing that inside of ourselves so that it's reflected outside of ourselves.
1: I love that because I think what's really been happening is, or at least from my perception, and I loved what you said because it the divine masculine has been hard for me to embody as well. And that's part of our process to wholeness with all of us being on this planet and there's been such a suppression for for women and men and it's been extremely segregated you know like really embodying what means to be a man you know you're not allowed to cry you're not allowed to have emotion you're you're supposed to do this you're not allowed to be that lunar masculine even if you were born to be one and same with the feminine you're not allowed to be this masculine feminine type it's like the archetype of um the mother the nurturer you know, it's, we're meant to receive love, but a lot of women have a hard time receiving. It's like, we feel like we have to give something to take something. Yeah. And so I love this, what's going on right now. is such a powerful time. And that number of the 13, because 13 also represents the 13 moon cycles that we have. So like you were saying, the tides within us and the tides without us and that new moon. So You know, this time of like bleeding is like, we've all feared the dark. We feared the dark in ourselves. We feared the dark in in the moon, we feared the dark outside, you know, like even kids' storybooks and what we've grown up with. The dark is scary. We're afraid of the dark. We have to leave the lights on in the dark and the dark goddess energy that it's fearful, but really it's just a powerful place inside of us. But what becomes toxic is that repressed dark place because we feel like we're not allowed to look at it. And so we've rec- we've really created this imbalance because there's a shadow side of the masculine and there's a shadow side of the feminine. And we both have both shadows and both lights within us. But we've been taught to only embrace the light. And so whenever there's the shadow part, we push it away. And so we've had this great imbalance with the divine masculine and feminine. And I find this such a powerful time as mars is you know going into the underworld in libra which actually is a masculine sign but it is still a householder sign so it's still like a giver sign in the way of the mother and the moon is the mother and the sun is the father and so it's like they're coming together with um you know libra being a sign of of venus in the divine feminine so it's like how can we embody this as a new beginning and I think that this is really the big question for mankind right now. You know, this year has been so intense for all of us that we all feel lost. We all feel imbalanced. But, you know, what I always say is how to give chaos a chance. It's not give peace a chance, give chaos a chance. Because when we do, we embrace those shadows. We meet them. We welcome them home. And we find that wholeness. We refind our center because we're not guaranteed one right now. <laughs> That's for sure yeah Yeah.
0: living on the spectrum like really going through all of it yeah embodying all of it our wholeness yeah
1: yeah and honoring it and and loving it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah why we're here
1: (laughs) yeah i've you know and i keep saying that this year you know we all this is such an intense time there's so much happening we don't know what's happening and we have to be okay with not knowing And this is where it's really important to be embodied in those different aspects of ourselves so we can stand in our hearts, so we can even bridge into the spiritual world. Um, The world is also in a Pluto return right now. So we are in the underworld. Um, Pluto is the strategy planet of the underworld, meaning it brings us to a place of surrender inside uh, inside of ourselves, in those places of deep, deep water, deep feeling, bringing the shadow forward. And... I think we can all agree that the shadow is forward in the collective right now. Yeah. And so we don't know what happens in a Pluto return. It takes 248 years for Pluto to return. And so we just discovered Pluto in 1933. And so this is our very first Pluto return, but what comes of this is great new beginnings. We find treasures. And so we're all being asked to find our own treasure, to listen to our souls. And so going back to the bio field, you know, and listening to your heart center, which has this amazing biomagnetic field is like the big question is what feels good to you? What needs healing? What is your, you know, what are the answers to you right now? Because there's no answers around us right now. The answers are lying within us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it also brings me to the point that there's six planets in retrograde right now. And so we're really being asked to rethink, to reanalyze, recommit redo, you know, re-accept, re-forgive, you know, it's this a really an amazing opportunity to come in and visit those shadow places within us and give the love and give the honoring and give the healing that we need so we can come back
0: into a new balance. Yeah, I love that. And then to do that, to make a new moon ritual for yourself, to honor what you're going through right now in the shadow time. And then honor the balance that you do have in your life and really looking for that. And then going into your heart and asking your heart what it needs. And so that's just sitting, giving yourself time to sit with yourself and connect into your heart. And taking some deep breaths with your heart and just asking what your heart needs. And I know for women this, is challenging because like you were saying mariana earlier that that's like we don't even know how to receive until we give but learning to even ask your heart what it needs is a huge gift and so that's like the new moon time is planting a seed so planting that seed for what your heart needs and then watering it and gifting it to yourself every day as the moon grows and you blossom with it And then as far as um, the balance with the Libra, bringing in the balance of the masculine and feminine that we talked about earlier, and looking for within, like, what, what do you need to balance with your masculine and feminine? How do you want to be in balance with the masculine and feminine? You know, how do you want to look at it outside of yourself and then bring that in and look to see how you can do that inside of yourself? however you want to do that for your moon ritual or a daily meditation even for this month because it's such a big month
1: yes this is a really powerful month and you know pretty soon entering into the cycle of scorpio and we really are entering into the the dark phase of the earth it's the crone phase of the year she's you know honoring honoring the feminine, honoring the willingness to grow, to change, to evolve. You know, there's such a vulnerability in the air right now. You know, um, all the trees are exposing their bodies and shedding their leaves. All the plants are returning to the ground. And we admire plants in their fullness, right? Like, you know, the flowering and the the green stages. And when we look at plants, when they're all brown, you know, we can say they look dead. And we have these places inside of ourselves. And so as mother earth shows us her vulnerability, we can show ourselves and the earth, our vulnerability as well, and shed things that no longer serve us. Because what happens is we almost like pile layers and layers on top of ourselves that we don't, like you were saying, we forget how to receive. We forget how to take in and just say, thank you. And how mother earth is like, you know, shedding the leaves to compost for the next season. She's nourishing the soil. She's nourishing the earth below her energy can't be created or destroyed. It's only transformed. So every time, you know, like you always say is to honor that Phoenix within us, that ability to die and be reborn again. This is the time of year that we're being asked to do that. And each time to come back with a different sense of awareness and a different sense of balance of what we need. And like you said, just sitting and asking your heart and how to not let the mind get in the way. And that's why the new moon is so powerful because we can really allow the heart to eclipse the mind. They're sitting right on top of each other. So we don't have an eternal opposite opposing force. And we've got this emerging difference of the divine feminine and masculine coming within. And so I always tell people right now, if you have a hard time in embodying this energy right now, Sometimes it's easier just to watch and to look, and that way you, you've got a visual, and then you can start to sense it in the body. And so right now is a powerful time to go sit with a tree or a plant that's turning inward and close your eyes and just ask. We always forget to just ask, mm-hmm. you know, and just really sit and allow ourselves to be with the elements outside, just knowing that we have those same elements within us and we're all connected. Yes.
0: Yeah. I love yeah. that the vulnerability piece. Yeah, and that's how we open our hearts more too, is by being vulnerable.
1: Yeah. I feel like vulnerability right now. Um, you know, it hasn't been looked at as a strength in the past, and what you were saying. You know, this real divi- like this rise of the divine feminine right now. It's also part of that divine masculine that's coming back. Like, vulnerability is a sword now. It cuts away truth, it cuts away falsehood. And, you know, there's so much courage and standing in your own and standing what you truly feel. Because as we come through these, and even what's happening right now in the collective, is we've been so masked. You know, we've been used to following or being accepted in a certain way. And now it just seems like, nothing's right or, or accepted. And so it's like how to cut away and find that own truth and finding where you stand, what is your balance? And what do you feel like is right for you? And then when you start to just open, you start to notice them, how much you are connected and how much love you have around you, how much love you actually have to give and how much love you actually can start to receive. And then you walk outside and almost the world looks like a whole nother place but it's that sense of the courage to be vulnerable. So it's really holding the divine masculine and feminine together.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all the truth. Opening up, being vulnerable, connecting to your heart, connecting like what I feel is like to source is connecting into the heart, connecting into love and finding that in all things. Like in nature, it's so easy for us. um, We're part of it we've just been disconnected, but connecting back into nature is where we can feel that power center of source. And so like you were saying, just sit with the tree and and ask the questions and feel what the answers are. That's the thing too, the vulnerability helps us feel more. And so when we're connected into that love, like you're saying, the world is a whole new place. I think, like, oh, it, it radiates in love, even when the leaves are falling and everything looks like it's dying. It's still all there, source is still all there. Even in the darkness, when we're in these dark, dark times, the pain, the grief, all of it, ultimately underneath it all is love. And it's the, when we go way down into the depths, like you were saying, we're gonna get our treasures, our gifts. That's where those big, big gifts are when we go through the pain. And then we're like, oh, look at this massive gem of wisdom that fills our hearts and fills our beings. And then we get to spread that.
1: I would like to introduce a plant for us to work with for this month and something that can help you as a tool to honor the divine masculine and feminine within you. We're also gonna be opening up to the element of water. Um, here in California, we'll be embracing the rains as they come, other places we'll get the snow, but obviously we're, we're turning into a different phase, a different season. So right now, also with the element of air and Libra, not only are we coming into our hearts and celebrating this interconnectedness with all of us and that essence within, it is the winds of change. And so to honor what leaves you're shedding, to honor what it is that you're letting go. And so the plant for this month I chose to speak of is burdock. And this is a amazing, intensely gentle, feminine plant. Um, the ruler is Venus of burdock. So this is perfect as we're embodying the divine masculine and feminine under a masculine sign (laughs) under the rulership of the divine feminine. So this represents the root chakra. It is a female plant. And the day of the week is always Friday. Friday is always the day of Venus. And so if you have one day a week that you're working with burdock, or if you just remember on a Friday, um, burdock is the day or Friday is the day to use it. And so on the the body level, burdock is going to be nourishing the skin, your lymph, your kidneys, gallbladder. It influences mucous membranes to reduce accumulations from byproducts, from breaking things down. So burdock is an amazing plant to use if you need any lubrication or if you have any inflammation in the system. Or, for example, if you're getting over COVID or any other virus, it'll help to smooth out and clear out any toxins that are in the body. I also really enjoy this for this time of year because as I was as I was saying this is like a time of year where it's almost a giant full moon so you've accumulated this all of this last year. And so as we're using the waters to kind of cleanse and purify the body and you know like letting your leaves fall like the plants you're, it's the burdock is helping you to let go of those old leaves in a really like smooth fluid way. And so this helps the mind to, to focus and to turn inward and to be that truthful, honoring, fluid warrior you are. The ability to move with the ebb and flow of your soul, of your heart, of your spirit, and to not feel jagged or to not feel like you're you know, cutting things away or if it's really hard for you to let go of something, Burdock can offer you a place to allow things to move with fluidity and grace. And so it connects us to that dark, fertile mother earth and so as we enter as we were talking about when leaves fall she's nourishing the soil and the microbes below the soil becomes really rich it becomes dense and so such place of birth and so what are we offering to rebirth what are we offering to transform in our lives as we shed our leaves and how can we let them go with grace so i wrote this little piece on burdock root to help us and so I wrote, Burdock has substantial roots way down into Mother Earth. She is connected with fluidity and all of the fluid systems of the, body, of the body and Mother Earth. Turning to Burdock can help us ground into ourselves and allow in the flow and fluidity of life as we remain embodied in who we are. And what I mean by embodied is feeling strong and honoring all of the lessons that we've learned. Every time we know something better, we do better but we honor the lesson. In order for us to even grow or evolve, we have to screw up. And so we have to offer ourselves that fluidity of compassion with our hearts open. And so burdock is a biannual plant. And so she grows in two phases. So the first year, if anybody's planted burdock, you just see burdock with these large leaves the second year you're like, oh my God, what happened to my burdock plant? (laughs) And you'll walk outside and these flowers will be as tall as you are. (laughs) And she has these giant seeds, um, almost like giant burgers at the top. And so it's said that burdock has two spirits, not just one. And so I love this to balance our divine masculine and feminine, because with her roots, we're honoring this path of involution. We're honoring the path of taking spirit into matter embedding and grounding ourselves into earth with that balance and then those flowers, this huge part of the plant that's coming out as the flowers are representing this path of evolution. So taking that, that matter back into spirit. And so this is honoring the masculine and feminine within you and helping you to remain balanced. But what she's offer offering us is holding this place of patience within us. So this biannual place of the two year process. So it takes time to reset our roots. It takes time to rebalance ourselves. It takes time to offer all of that dirt, all the nourishment that we can give it by shedding our own leaves. So this offers a chance for you to be compassionate with yourself as you let go of those leaves and replanting yourself so that you can reflower over and over and over again. So it's a really, it's a really sweet offering from her. I also love that the root is really light in color so I always think that it's kind of like purifying roots that I've already set. So welcoming back into my soul intention, I think we can all agree that, you know, we are on a path at some point. And then there's a journey. We get super sidetracked because we're humans, <laughs> you know, and Burdock can help us to not only come back and realign ourselves, but it's like she helps to wash away these impurities and help us to replant ourselves but also remember our essence and what we originally planted and that we can be patient with ourselves and continue to flower as we grow. And her seeds are huge. And it's like, you know, she really creates an offering in your garden. So in whatever garden she's in, she is something you cannot unmistakably avoid. And that's an essence that we should carry within all of us. We are walking gardens. (laughs) You know, we have our own roots, we have our own trees, we have our own fruits you know, we breathe air, we recirculate energy, we digest our lives, you know, we're amazing, amazing processes, you know, we have our own force. Each person, each soul, each has its own story, has its own microbe system, and their own plant friends, and our own cellular systems, and so it's just a really time to honor yourself, but just by viewing, viewing burdock in the garden, you could be like, wow, this massive plant. And then really honor all these systems that are in you and that you are both of those processes.
0: Oh, that's so gorgeous, thank you. Yeah. And so I'd like to add that I believe we need to have organic herbal teas. And so finding it if it's not from your garden to find sources that are organic. And I know Mariana, you have organic sources from your store. I don't know, do you ship
1: out? I do. Um, My website is trinityherbalsandwellnesscenter.com and and we also do phone phone orders. Everything is 100% organic and we have various tea blends that have burdock in it as well as tinctures and just burdock on its own. And if you're wanting to work with burdock in just a spiritual sense I offer burdock flower essence. And as well as tinctures and other extracts as well, Um, I have an amazing root chakra blend which is really great for this time of year if you if you like drinking tea. And also, knowing that if you're drinking tea or using tincture or if you happen to have burdock in the garden, you can use drops. So like, say you got a burdock tincture and you are not one to make tea or you don't have time to make tea. I always say connecting in within and what number do you connect with, you know, or if you don't have time, just squirting some burdock tincture in your entire water bottle so that you're almost sipping on it through the day. And you can do that with intention. So even if it's just on a spiritual sense and say, you don't need any help on a physical sense, because knowing that, you know, mind, body, spirit is all connected but if your mind is connected with intention, your body is going to respond with energy and knowing that these plants have souls and their beings. And this is something I always say, and is a great reminder that plants remind us to like stand in our authentic power and our own gift because we all have something to offer. And any plant that you see in the garden or in the wild doesn't aspire to be the other plant, you know, um, like I always say like lavender isn't like why aren't I yellow why don't I look like calendula you know you don't see those things in plants and so it's this really amazing embodiment of all of our gifts and every plant has a gift you know has a spirit sometimes you'll be walking in the forest even if you know we think of them as weeds but there's this mother plant right there's this giant one that it's unavoidable but she's out because she is She's showing you her because she has so many of her young below her and around her. And so it's just an honoring because Burdock can be looked at that mother in that way, but how to nourish and honor the fluidity of in you and that courage to grow and change.
0: And that's what we need so much right now. Yeah. Being it all inside. And that below and above connection, being that column of light, having the strength to be ourselves and again, being ourselves, allowing that strength and beauty of each one of us to emanate out to each other. And then we end up supporting and healing one another. Yeah. And so, yeah. Maybe this month could be burdock, leaf and root month for you. If, that, if you're feeling called to that, I definitely am. And it would be a really beautiful study just to see what burdock is doing for, for me, for you right now.
1: Yeah. And I always say, you know, plants, uh, you know, we're just like plants. We're always looking for sunshine. You know, we need clarity on something. We need strength. We need courage. We need water. We need food. Um, You know, we need that confidence to be and that sense of groundedness and deservingness, you know, and to wash away things and to stand in our own two feet and so it's like, we're always grasping for light, you know, even if in toxic dark phases of our lives, we grasp onto each other or grasp onto situations to bring us light plants are the same way. And so you can use plant energy to embody that sort of light or the, the light that the spirit that the plant is offering you. And yeah, I, I love that idea. Nicole is like, you know, setting that intention and maybe creating a short journal so that, you know. I always say, if you can't remember things to like do something every morning. So, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'll, I'll put some drops in some water, but you might forget to do that. So if you have like something like a candle you can put on your table or right next to your sink that you remember, oh, I light this every morning. And then that is what triggers you to remember to do your magical drops or to even just set a mantra an intention for yourself for the day. Or having another one I like is having a little a little bowl of water next to the sink, like something that you would never fill up. But it's a reminder for you to fill it up so that you fill it up and you put it on the counter because you offer yourself purity and clarification and fluidity in life. And then you just fill it up once a day. But these are the little things that plants can help us remember because these are just the elements that, that are within us.
0: Mm-hmm, that's so beautiful. And how easy it is to fill ourselves up if we just do it yeah mm-hmm. thank you for all those reminders Yeah, and, and we covered so much so uh just a little recap if possible yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> to connect with this new moon and the balance of the masculine and feminine within you and connecting into your heart and asking your heart what it needs being vulnerable, being able to open and expand in love through the pain and through all of it, the whole spectrum. Feeling the groundedness, your connection to the earth, feeling your connection to your divinity, to the divine, to source, being that column of light and allowing yourself to radiate the unique beauty that you are. honoring whatever you're going through and allowing the herb world, burdock root and leaf to support you this month if you want and create a daily practice to remind you to fill your cup.
1: Thank you, I love that. And then also the daily practice can remind you of your new moon intention. I also wanna say that the new moon is on the sixth and that is the number of the heart. And so being in Libra, the element of air, the heart chakra, being able to open, experience your own balance and allow yourself to, to be you, welcome in a new balance, allow yourself to shed your leaves.
0: Love it. Thank you so much. Thank and Ariana, if people want to get in touch with you for your services, that's your website at your shop or what else how can people contact you?
1: i'm on instagram at trinity herbals and wellness center and it is the orange poppy flower we're also available on facebook i'm like i was saying my website is trinity Herbals and, wellness Center.com, and i offer astrological readings i offer a moon group i offer herbal consultations magical and physical so if you're stuck somewhere in life um, and don't want to work with astrology we can just work with plants and I also teach various different types of classes that anybody that can get involved in, but you're more than welcome to check out my site. Thank
0: you. And my site is soulgratitude.com and it's soul as in spirit soul. And I am an energy healer, intuitive psychic healer, and I teach people how to get more in touch with themselves, with their energetics, and also do healing on themselves, and then eventually on others. And I also have a women's circle. And and I have merged into working with animals as well. So thank you so much for listening. And it's super fun to listen to Mariana and just feel all of her downloads. And- and feel what she's bringing into the world on this podcast.
1: And thank you. And I want to honor you, Nicole, and just let everybody know that I am in Nicole's self-love class. And it has been amazing for me to open up to these different kinds of journeys for myself with Nicole leading and guiding my way. I had my first astral travel for the first time in my life last week. And so I'm on a whole new journey with the sacred space and healing that Nicole offers and that I've been able to let go and feel safe in my own body. Thank you, Nicole. Thank
0: you. May I feel the heart of my soul and reverence for all. May you feel the heart of your soul and reverence for all. May we feel the heart of our souls and reverence for all.